You are listening to the Lifebox Media Channel, where you podcast. Please like and subscribe. Good morning. Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Taste my steam pleasure I have on. He's a Grammy Award winning singer. He's a country singer and songwriter. It's Mr. John Barry. How are you today? I'm so good. I can hardly believe it's me. <laughs> How, How are, are you, you, my friend? Thank you so much for coming back on. You bet. How you been doing, man? How you been? Th- I mean, man, you're so busy. I mean, you know, by the way, huge respect on you uh, with your whole coming to- all come together project for uh, the Kentucky flood people. That was fantastic, man. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate the fact that I, I get to write with Chuck Jones, who's such a wonderful writer. It was and an outstanding project. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you. Forgive me. I said it was an outstanding project. So you, you guys came so fast together and, and, and for this subject, and, and it was well done. Well, thank you. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. And um, uh, we just, you know, writing with Chuck is always so fun. He's such a great writer. And uh, it's just pretty pretty incredible, actually, to have that opportunity to write with him. And and the idea that you know you, you know, you're you're full of uh, you know your your idea of you always reaching out and giving back to the community is such a big deal, and obviously you know still our hearts and prayers are up with everybody up there in Kentucky because they went through literally such hell up there, but to come together and and, and pull you know your friends and the in the country music family together and you know and and come out with something like this and you and Chuck to you know have have something that you put together that's not just creative and thrown together but feels like you guys took an eternity to write it because of how well it was put together and it showed with your heart as well i appreciate that it was a very generous of uh, a a bunch of people that that came to be on the video with us you know that was really awesome yeah i I love that about that you know and and, you know your idea of things you know you reach out so so much to you know adult literacy and and things like that i want to point out cystic fibrosis and all those things that you you've worked for in, in your career and everything else. Um, what makes you want to give back now? I mean, you know, you, you've been, you know, you, I mean, I'm, what makes you want to give back? Is it because, you know, of what, you know, your career has done for you? Well, it's just, you know, uh, I, I think we're, we're supposed to, you know, we're, we're just supposed to do that. We're supposed to uh, be kind and, and just, have you have if you if you have opportunities to do things and help people, you just kind of be foolish not to do that, you know. I agree. That I like that. What, what goes around comes around. Thing kind of sits in there a little bit, you know. Yes, sir. Without, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Now, talk to me about your new album, buddy. Uh, well, it's uh, it's called Find My Joy, and I've been wanting to do this record forever, <laughs> and uh, it just it came out. Um, last March, but it it got you know I had throat cancer uh, diagnosed of beginning of 2019. Yes, sir. And um, and and like I said, I've been wanting to cut this record a long time, and just it never came together. Uh, different producers had different visions of what completely different what I thought I need I wanted to do, so it just never happened. Then. I diagnosed with throat cancer, and, and, and that was really tough. Uh, scary. Yes, sir. You know, would I sing again, that whole thing? And then uh, I, I lost about 75, 80 pounds. Uh, I had a feeding tube for nine, ten months. Oof. Uh, it was tough. And uh, 
while I was going through my recovery, my manager, Brian Smith, sent me a song by Steve Dorff. And he also manages Steve Dorff. Steve is a tremendous writer, producer, arranger. Um, if you look up the songs he's written, you'll be surprised how long the list is. <laughs> and you'll be surprised at how many of them are on the soundtrack to your life. Right. But he sent me this song called Find My Joy. And I couldn't listen to it. Um, because, because I had, there was no joy. I had no joy. I was so miserable. The, the radiation sucks the life out of you. And if there's anything left, the chemotherapy gets that. Yes, sir. And uh, so I, joy was not in my vocabulary. Now, to be a professed Christian and follower of Christ, that's the wrong attitude. Because our joy should not be found in our circumstances. Our joy should be found in our Savior. And our circumstances are our circumstances. It's Everybody's got circumstances. Right. And if we focus on our circumstances and, and everybody, most everybody's going to be depressed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially so, the last couple of years, right? Everyone's oh, yeah. Right. It's been tough. So uh, a joyful heart is really important. But. I finally got around to listening to that song. It was like, are you kidding me? Did you write this for me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was just a spectacular piece of music. And um, I uh, ended up being a title track to the record, but I got together with Steve to talk about the song and, and see if he had anything else. And... It was like, oh my goodness, yeah, he's got some more. <laughs> I got one or two and, around. <laughs> and we, we, uh, I, I, the, we, I wanted to record a lot of the classic hymns that those of us who've grown up going to traditional churches, right. you've heard these songs probably most of your life, you know. And and I wanted to do them in a way that was the way I remember them being done. Now I'm not, I'm not 24 anymore. Neither, uh, I hear you on that one, brother. I hear you. <laughs> Matter of fact, yesterday I turned 63. I was going to bring that up. Happy belated birthday, my friend. Maybe be blessed with many more. So I, I am officially a two-time grandpa. And uh, so, uh, so it might be a little old school, but I wanted them to be recorded big like my Christmas music had been done with string section, singers, you know, all that stuff. So, we ended up recording five of these old six, so six, yeah, six of these old hymns. How great thou art, great is thy faithfulness, uh, and just great, great music. And then we uh, we did it with a small band: piano, bass, drums, guitars, uh, keyboards, and then we had a. Um, we had a 45-piece string orchestra join us. Wow. Uh, we, we did Blessed Assurance. Right. Uh, I Surrender All, It Is Well With My Soul. And then we did uh, Steve's song, of course, Find My Joy. And he had a couple of more other ones I loved, Something Bigger Than Me, just just amazing. And a song, Live Like You. Uh, we did Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. And then... Uh, 
another song that uh, was written by a young lady, uh, a song called Blessings. A young lady here in the town I live in, in Gallatin, Tennessee, she wrote it. And, uh, but the, uh, uh, the song, um, Live, uh, Something Bigger Than Me, is actually me singing with the Utah Symphony Orchestra. Yeah, and it's, it's just over the top, beautiful. Well, I have to make a comment, my friend. Um, you know, I, I uh, how great thou art. You know, I, I, my favorite version of that is, is Elvis Presley's "How Great Thou Art." Comes oh, yeah. comes next with Vince Gill, and and, I, and I'm telling you, and I mean this with love and respect. Now, now you've got number three, man. Come on. Uh, I mean, you know, I that's I, nice. I, that's nice company. Yeah, I, I I tell you what, I mean, I'm really particular with the song, and there's some great versions out there. I just like your change up, your difference, it, it, and you know, and it it's real. Uh, I I remember seeing you way back when when you were on the road when you first started, and and you were you were touring and everything else way back a hundred years. Well, sorry, I'm old, so I can say that. You know, that's and, not right. You know, <laughs> I meant that with love, please. Um, you know, but yeah, a long time ago. You know, when we were both, you know. 25 because <laughs> yeah. we both just turned 35 um <laughs> but anyway so no it, it's and and i was a fan then and i just feel i always felt your sincerity in your music okay and you always came across as a as, as a real dude and uh you know i saw you with people then and uh you know and you were real cool and i've, I've seen you with people and you know in recent years and you've been on the show and everything else and you still seem that that same cat that you know i saw when was coming up awesome so i think that you know how great thou art and you laying some of these songs on here and i have not heard the entire album i i, I have to admit it has been a been a been a busy time but I, what, I, what i've heard out of it i i, I really enjoy and I think that the idea of you putting it out there, you know, one, you know, you, you, when you when you touch on like your Christmas music, you're you're one of those guys that you just you're one of those people that you want to have over at your house at Christmas time so you play. And I'm sure everybody says that to you, but you know, but that's kind of the cool thing about it. And you know, because it's in sincerity and the fun and that kind of deal. And I and I know you've had had a, you know a, a rough couple of years yourself. And I, and I should stop right there. How are you feeling, by the way? I shouldn't be so insensitive. Oh, I'm doing I'm doing true. You doing all right, sir? Yeah, really well. Yeah. Oh, thank God for that. I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I should have stopped myself before I got into that. So my apologies there. Um, but, you know, so I really, have, I've enjoyed what I've heard of it so far. And, and uh, I think that the idea of you kind of sitting down and you make people feel like, you know, you could be in a room of, you know, 5,000 people or, or, or 25 people or 10 people and just kind of feel like, man, I can just sit down and relax. And whether you're having coffee and, and, and having a conversation with somebody or you're driving along on the road and having a car. I mean, I, I, I think you make people feel better um, with your music. And I don't say that to everybody. I don't remember the last person I said it to, but I think that's just really, you know, how you how you come across. So, um, you know, you laying down this album and, and bringing some faith up there. We definitely need some faith and hope in this world right now. So uh, I appreciate that. What was the, you know, as, as you've been putting this together, and obviously and I appreciate you sharing, you know, the story of, you know what you what you've come about to put this album together, but when you sit down and you write, John, is is it an, is it something that just kind of gets you? The spirit moves you. Um, you know, I'm sitting there writing today. What what what's your uh, you know what's your process? Well, a lot of it is is um, because my because my wife has shoved me out the door to go write. <laughs> I'm I'm not a prolific writer. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I, there, there are people that really are, like Chuck Jones, you know, and who probably writes hits every morning before breakfast. <laughs> and and, and it, it, that's just really not me. It's crazy, but, um, but I, I, I guess what I, I tend to do is, is, um, uh, write about things I know, you know? Right. Uh, I would guess that would probably have to be, the, you know, things that I love. And, uh, so... Maybe that's why it seems so sincere because it's what you really, it's, it's things you really enjoy. Yeah. So, and, and, and uh, I, I got to write with Rich Fagan. And Rich, he passed away from, uh, some cancer a few years ago and what a great guy I mean just super cat and we um I would I, what I liked about our writing together is that I would go over there to I go to his house um, I go to his house every other every is every other Tuesday or every Tuesday for like a year and a half I guess it was every Tuesday we would write together. And uh, we just had a lot of fun. And a guy, a friend of ours, uh, Brian Mabry, would join us. And uh, and then we would, uh, a lot of times we'd just sit around the house, you know, chat. And, or, you know, go, go to lunch, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, uh, that kind of thing. What so. is, what is, uh, you talk about, you know, obviously, obviously you and I both live around the Nashville area. What's like your favorite thing when you get on one of those binges to go out and I got to have it in Nashville? What, what's, what's John Barry have to say? Yeah, man, I got to have some. Oh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good places in town. Uh, but it's my favorite go-to to eat. It's a little place in Hendersonville, Tennessee, which we live in Gallatin. Right. Hendersonville's uh, the next town going towards Nashville. And uh, uh, they have this little restaurant there called A Lost Cajun. Ooh. And oh my goodness, <laughs> it, it's it's just it's so good. I'm telling you, man. And uh, that the fried shrimp is just over the top. I'm so, making a note of this, John, as we're talking. <laughs> for my birthday, that's where we went to eat last night. So. Oh, fantastic, fantastic! I was gonna, I was gonna say, what'd you do for your birthday? I mean, you know. But that's very that's very cool. Um, <clears throat> you know, now are you uh, getting on the road soon? Uh, Christmas tour. Yeah. What what makes Christmas so special to you? Well, yeah, I've I've always just really loved getting to sing the music of Christmas. There's something really special about it. And uh, it 
it's unlike any other music, you know. Right. It's uh, it's it's, not, it's just really not like anything else. And so I just I've always I've always just had a real affection for that music. And um, we, matter of fact, my wife and I, we did a Christmas show at our church for years. Uh, before I ever got a record deal. And a lot of it came about because of our pastor, Fred Rowell, who was just a lovely man. He had asked me, he, he married me and Robin, and it, it, was, it was kind of an odd situation that, you know, I was a guy playing clubs around Athens. So I, was the, I was the life of the party. I know it's hard to imagine. <laughs> but that was me. And um, uh, we, at first, I think there was a, I first started going to church with her. And she grew up in that church and she was eight years old. Uh, and I think a lot of folks were a little bit shocked that I was coming in stealing one of their girls. <laughs> and, uh, but Fred saw something in me that I probably didn't see in myself, you know. And uh, we got married in the summer of 88. And Christmas of 88, he asked me if I would come and do a little Christmas program at the church. I was like, sure, I'd love to. I think the church probably was in shock. <laughs> but uh, me and my wife, Robin, and our, our sister-in-law, Tracy, who married, she's married to Robin's brother. And... Uh, the church pianist, Betsy Williams, we did a little Christmas program, and it was a big hit. All the people loved it. And I'd sing Oh Holy Night and hit the high note at the end, and the place come in glued. <laughs> and so we did it again in 89, and 1990, and 91, 92, and 93, and, I, and then I, uh, I did it again, and, and uh, I don't know if we did 94 or not, but uh, I had to have brain surgery in 94, in spring of 94. Um, I can't remember if we did a Christmas show or not. We probably did. Uh, but it just kept getting bigger and bigger. And then and Chuck Howard, who produced all the songs that you guys have been kind enough to play on the radio, he had, of course, heard us talk about our Christmas show. And he said, you know, we ought to go cut us a couple Christmas songs <laughs> and see what you got. See what, we, see what we can do. So we had scheduled for June uh, 8th. Is that right? Yeah, June, June 8th. June, I think it was June 8th. Uh, to go in and, record, and record, have a little demo session. Well, I got sick during that time. This, this uh, system in my brain got out of control. They finally figured out what was wrong with me. And had brain surgery on May 10th. And then Robin was looking at the calendar a few, like a week and a half, two weeks later. She said, oh my gosh, on your calendar it says you got a recording session. Cut a couple of Christmas songs in two weeks. We should cancel that. And I said, no, I need the distraction. So we went in less than a month after having brain surgery. And recorded O Come Emmanuel and O Holy Night. My God. And we did it with a small band 
and then Connie Ellisor and John Ketchings came in and played cello and violin. And Connie, a world-class violinist, her violin kept going out of tune. And Chuck Howard's like, Connie, what, what in the world's going on with your violin? And she said, well, Chuck, I'm sitting in here listening to John sing this amazing, beautiful song. And a month ago, we were praying that he'd survive, much less sing. And she said, tears are rolling down my face, and they're falling off my cheek and landing on my violin, making it go out of town. So the art of recording to me is whatever emotion the song carries, how much of that emotion can you create in the studio environment? That 25 years later, somebody can spin that record, that CD or MP3 file or download, and still feel it. How much fun was Garth Brooks having when they cut Friends in Low Places? Right. You know, you can still feel it when you listen to it. And it's, and it's not something you manufacture. Yes, sir. It's something that happens. And we got a little digital photograph that day, musical photograph, a moment in time that you just capture. And, uh, and it's just been, you know, it's, it's, it's been a joy to go out and sing these songs uh, in an ever-changing environment. I love that. Uh, do you still uh, decor the house and everything else, especially since you got grandbabies and everything? Yeah, and matter of fact, my wife said, uh, she said, set aside starting October 15th till the end of the month, we're going to decorate the house. Because, <laughs> see, our problem is, is we leave the week before Thanksgiving. We're going to Georgia to uh, rehearse the tour for a week. Right. And then we leave. And we don't get home until the 23rd of December. Wow. So. Everybody's going to see that beautiful house. And then say, oh, man, look, it looks great. Cool. And then all of a sudden, boom, wow, everybody's there now. <laughs> and then, then we get home for, for get home for Christmas. And, and uh, I'm hoping my son, who lives in Texas with our granddaughter and his wife, I'm hoping they'll come in. And my daughter and her husband live in Florida. We're hoping they'll be able to come. And uh, so they don't not, not ever can always come at the same time. Sometimes their 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 days will pass, they'll cross over each other a little bit. Right. You no, know, one of our, our our youngest son and and uh, our our newest grandbaby, they live right here in Gallatin, where we live. So we'll get to see everybody in the holidays. So, how cool is it being a grandpapa? Oh, it's awesome, man. Matter of fact, I, I woke up yesterday morning for my birthday. To my little man crawling, well, wiggling on the bed. He's only six months old. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mine are a little older than that now, but I'm, you know, hopefully I'll have some more. But you know, but I got a bunch already. But I love that man. Being a grandpa is the coolest thing in the world. Isn't it funny how love doesn't divide and spread amongst love? Love multiplies. Oh, I love that, buddy. I'm gonna borrow that from you. <laughs> um now with, with with everything going on you know and you coming up and you're gonna go on tour 
What is the thing you look forward to the most when you go on tour? And what's, what do you look forward to the least going on tour? What I enjoy the most is uh, a couple of things, uh, kind of equal level. Um, I love the camaraderie with my band and crew. People I love, I don't get sick of. We don't do a lot of touring during the year, but I've been very fortunate. These guys are with me every Christmas. And uh, so I love that time we get to spend. Uh, I love getting to see friends on the road. Just because this is our 26th year doing it. Right. We have people, we, we, the Macon Opera House, the Grand Opera House, Macon, Georgia, we've played every year. And uh, we have family, we have one family in particular, the, the husband and wife and their two daughters started coming when the girls were three and five. No, four and four and six, four and six. And now and they've been coming for 26 years, 25 years. <laughs> and one of them got engaged at the show a few years ago. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. And just, you know, we've been a part of their life. I've had, I get pictures taken with them every year. And then the following year, I'll autograph that picture for him. I love that, man. That see yeah. that that's the so, personal touch, John. I mean, that's that's the part. I don't mean to interrupt you there, but that's the personal touch, and I think it 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 brings back. And I don't mean to go off subject. I think it brings you back to the you know, you can still you you're still you you're a guy who with all the success and everything else, you're still approachable like that, you know. And like you just said, you go back in the next year, you sign that, and I think that's something that I I, I think should be started again as the process with people, because I, you know, we get a selfie and it's nice and it's cool, but I like that idea sitting there saying, Hey man, got that picture last year. Hi, John, how are you, man? Would you do me a favor and write it out to me after the show or whatever? I think that is so cool. Yeah, well, they, they have a book of all the pictures. Each one of the girls has a notebook of all the pictures. That's 26 years worth of pictures, brother. That's nice. It's just very cool. And uh, it's just, it's just, and we have that, we have a lot of people who've been to shows, Every single year, whether it's been a tradition for the past seven years for our family or whatever it is, right. to to be a part, it's like it's like it's like somebody using a song of mine in their wedding. How cool is that? That somebody would use a song of mine in a, an event in someone's life that is so monumental. I, yeah, I, I, I was going to ask you about that. Excuse me, but I was going to ask you about that. If you hear a song on the radio of yours, or if you hear somebody comes up and says to you, hey, man, this is our song or whatever, do you still mark out for that yourself? And obviously, you're just kind of answering my question. That So it still really hits you that when you hear these things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's humbling is what it is. And uh, it's very humbling and that, that people care about what you do. And, and uh, that's just pretty, it's pretty awesome. I'll tell you something that's funny. A couple of years ago, uh, you know, after the first, after one of the times you were on the show, caught one of your songs, on, Christmas songs, on the radio, uh, and and my my girl sat there and says, "Didn't you just have him on?" <laughs> so I was like, "Yes, I did." It's very cool. She looks down and it's on the box that tells you know you're singing, you know, and that kind of thing. So I, I think it's totally cool that that uh, when when uh, you know you sit there and, and I'm still driving along. So, hey man, you know that's that John Barry's right there. That's hey, that's cool. And I'll be listening out for this year because I mean this album. I mean uh, you know find my joy. I think you've done one heck of a job with. Um, I like I said I got to get through the rest of it. And uh, apologies that I I didn't. It was a slamming week for uh, 
for shows and everything else, and no excuses, so my apologies to you. But everything I've heard from it so far has been really good. I've really liked it. I think I'm to, uh, I think it was to about ninth or tenth song on there, give or take-ish. Um, I should be close to it. I, I should be close to the end. I was. I think I got the blessings, I think, is when I got interrupted. So, um, but I think you've done one heck of a job for him, you know, and all, you know, all the conglomerate. And, and what makes you put the strings to it? Because I love that, man. Say it one more time. I said, I said, what makes you, what, what, the idea of putting strings into it, it has to be, you have to be very careful and very calculating when you do that to, you know, certain songs. And I think that you, your ability to put strings and, and a different sound to it, I said, it really, really, is, really is creative. And uh, what made you just think, oh man, I'm going to put some strings in here and make these things sound good? Oh, I, I just, I, I have a real affection for that kind of music, man. It just kills me. And, uh, I just love it, and so to be able to have uh, those kind of players, and they're, and they're so remarkable. Oh my gosh, man! Uh, those musicians are so over the top good, and uh, uh, it, it, to to be in the room when they're recording, oh goodness, it's gotta be kidding. Yeah, so, you make you make the guitar look pretty doggone easy yourself, buddy. No, 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 no. That's that's other people. That's not me. Um, <laughs> no. I, I've seen I, I I've seen John Barry sit down and do pretty doggone good on the guitar. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, I, I'm I'm pretty uh, pretty basic, but I sure do love it. So, well, I mean, now as far okay, now you have the tour coming up, and where can everybody find you on social media? Um, social media is all John Barry music, like Facebook at John Barry music, all that kind of stuff. Uh, my website is johnberry.com. So. And, and and one more thing, man. We're you know we're in seventy four verified countries. What do you want to say to all your fans out there for over the years of you know loving you, or the fans are just listening to you now, and, and listeners are just wanting to become a fan of yours? What do you have to say to them, man? Well, it's just you know, I'm so blessed to have gotten to play and and do music for so many years, and uh, I appreciate uh, their kindness and coming out to let me sing for them because uh, they got lots of options <laughs> there's lots of options out there so I, I really appreciate the fact that I get to to sing for them so I appreciate that and when's your tour kick off uh, we, the first show is uh, Friday the day after Thanksgiving at Eagle Theater in Sugar Hill, Georgia, which is north, just a little suburb town north of Atlanta. Fabulous little theater. Ladies and gentlemen, go check out Christmas Tour. I mean, I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing. Uh, John Barry is like one of my favorite people to watch for Christmas time and, and anytime, but especially put on a great Christmas show. Find My Joy album out now. You go check it out. It's incredible. I love it. Mr. John Barry, thank you so much for coming on. You are always a pleasure. And uh, I always appreciate you taking the time, sir. Always good to be with you, my friend. Thank you. Lifebox Media Channel, we are.